Wine. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Valerie Hale. The will is one of the six innate gifts, our superpowers, our mental faculties, which Mary Morrissey and Bob Proctor teach to us and instruct us how to build those mental muscles in a really cool program called Into Your Genius. The will is misunderstood by many of us because people think that it has to do with force and that you were supposed to use your will to coerce people. However, in essence, the will is actually going to get you what you really want out of life. This is because when you build that mental muscle, that faculty called the will, it equals attention, it equals focus and commitment. This can be to a project at work that really needs to be completed. It can be to a life dream, a big goal. What happens with us when we are trying to focus and be committed and pay attention, we get diverted. Mary tells a story of a young woman with whom she was working when she was a minister. She was a mom who had two young kids at home. She worked in a fast food place. She did laundry and sewing at night, trying to make the ends meet. When she met Mary, she was very frustrated with her life that her children were forced to live. Mary said to her, what would you really love to have. Focus on that. And she started talking to Mary and said, well, I would love for my son to have his own room because right now we're, 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 she's sharing a room with his sister and I would love for him to have a dog. He's eight years old and I would love to have a house where I have a window when I'm washing dishes instead of a blank wall. I would love to have a house that has a little white picket fence. And she got very specific about what she wanted. She was focusing on what was a dream for her. And Mary said, pay attention. What can you do now to get that? And she was very frustrated. She said, well, I only make $500 a month. How in the world is this going to happen? Mary said, I understand that. But focus, pay attention. What can you do now? And she said, well, I guess I could start looking. Mary said, okay, start looking. She finds a house that needs help. As far as upkeep, it needs new grass seed, it needs a painted fence, it needs work inside and outside, it needs painting. And she loved the house, and she was going on and on about it to Mary. And she said, but you know, he wants too much for the rent. I can't afford this. Mary said, focus on the future. Pay attention to where you want to go. Not from where you are, but where you want to be. And She says to Mary, well, how do I do that? She said, what would you do right now with what you have? And she said, well, I guess I could write him. I could write the landlord. And that's the story. The landlord said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but your letter has struck me in the right way. Let's make a deal where you do the labor. I will supply what you need. At the end of this 
year, she had she had renovated the house, you know, in, in a small way, but it was comfortable, and the kids had their own room. There was a dog. She sends Mary's pictures. Within three years, she had bought that house. Within three years, she was a regional manager of the fast food franchise. Now, this all came about because she had the will to do it. She focused. She was committed. She paid attention. I know during the pandemic and whatever is going on now, those of us who work from home, we were forced to digress in our typical workday because we were at home. Now, I'm lucky. I've been in sales for 20-some-odd years, and my car is my office. <laughs> so I'm always, I have been very used to being focused. But when you realize that the will is one of your six innate gifts and the key to getting what you really want out of life, then you're going to give it extra attention and work on it every day, just like you're exercising. I strongly suggest if you're working from home or if you have any kind of ability to strengthen this muscle, it's your attention to focus and be committed. I like to make lists, and Napoleon Hill, Hill suggests that you make a list the night before of the things you want to achieve. This can be work-related, it can be in your personal life, it can be toward your big dream. Wallace D. Waddles wrote a book called The Science of Getting Rich. He says there, in that book, he warns us, actually, when we are engaged in using our will, to never use it to coerce people to do our bidding. When you work on your six mental gifts, the idea is to come from the heart. This is heart-centered work. All of these aspects that Mary and Bob are teaching us have nothing to do with overthinking. Work from your heart center. Kundalini Yoga. Speaking of heart center, we just did a wonderful class on Sunday, virtually, of course. Har Prakash, my favorite yogini. It was the new moon, and if you don't know about the new moon, the new moon signifies new beginnings. And this is a perfect time during the new moon if you're looking for a new career, if you're looking for new changes, new health, a new exercise routine, whatever, this is the time to start it. What was important about this teaching is the same thing that I mentioned about the will. Do it from your heart. Don't overthink changes in your life. Make a list, but start. That's how you, that's how you change things. You start. Yogi Bhajan, who brought Kundalini Yoga over here, gosh, 45 years ago, says to us that prosperity, meaning health, wealth, and happiness, is not guaranteed. However, when you are grateful and you give every day in order to improve someone else's life besides your own, it's just like a rosebud of a flower that has opened up and its fragrance is dramatic. You want to share that with other people. That's what heart-centered work is. That's what heart-centered management is. You want everyone in your business to be prosperous. You want everyone who are your friends to be prosperous. And it begins with being heart-centered. 
wine. The un, the forgotten wines is what this is about because in my mind, German wines are the forgotten wines. Three that I'm going to discuss are all Rieslings and one is a surprise from New York. My favorite German wine in all the world is J.J. Prume. Now, I focused on French wines for the 26 years that I was in the wine industry. And German wines very rarely made it into my wine bag, unless it was J.J. Prume. J.J. Prume is one of the oldest, and I do mean hundreds of years old. J.J. Prume is one of the oldest vineyards in Germany. Actually, his granddaughter has taken over the winery and instilled amazing new technologies that have made these cleaner and fresher, racy. They're, they're almost edgy in their, in their new quality. Beautiful wines. German wines are a little tricky for most people to understand because the labels are always at least 99% in German. But what you want to look at is you want to look for the Trocken, which is the driest. I think that's one of the reasons that German wines are so forgotten and underrated because historically they were very sweet wines and people still think that that's the way they are produced. That is no longer the truth at all. That's why it's important to get out there and find some good German wines, which the next one is Trimbach. Trimbach is also a very old winery. I will say, to digress, that J.J. Prum is expensive. Maybe not the place you want to start if you want to venture into some, some new forgotten wines. However, worth every dollar. Trimbach is going to be, in my opinion, the next level to try. They are more affordable. It's the same aspect that Trocken is probably what you want to start with. The German wines also make ice wine, and I will spell that out on my podcast. Ice wine is created by frozen grapes, and yes, you can make beautiful bottles of wine from frozen grapes. Expensive. When you do pair the ice wines with dessert, because they are meant to be dessert wines, People try to pair them with sweet desserts, and that is misguided. You want to actually take the ice wines and pair them with semi-soft cheeses or a delicate cheese. Not a strong cheese, I don't suggest. I don't care for blue vein cheeses, though, so I could be misleading you because you might love blue vein cheeses, but they really go with something more in a semi-soft cheese, a brie, uh, camembert, something of that sort. Of course, you should really look for German cheeses, if you ask me. The last one is Hermann Wiemer. Hermann Wiemer is in the Finger Lakes of New York, and he moved from Germany many years ago, gosh, I'm going to say 20 or 30 years ago, to produce beautiful Rieslings. And his label is in English. <laughs> you can find a dry wine from Hermann Wiemer with Riesling the German-style wine. And he does make an ice wine also, and it's actually spelled just like it sounds, ice and then wine. It's not the German. For Rieslings, I think the best way to pair them with food, they are a little on the spicy side, not like Gewürztraminer, but the Rieslings from Germany do like rich foods. 
If you think about German foods, they are pretty darn rich. They're not made for vegans. However, I do like the Rieslings from J.J. Proom or Trimbach that would pair well with gourmet-style Thai food and gourmet-style Chinese food. They go better with that type of a sauce and exotic-style food, I believe. In conclusion, to wrap this up, the will is really an avenue to get what you want out of life because it's the power to keep you focused, to pay attention, and to get committed to what's at hand in front of you on a daily basis. It's just like strategic planning, what you want to do in a day, six months, a year, three years. But you want to practice this every day, being focused, paying attention, and being committed to achieve a project or a big dream. Kundalini Yoga, it's so important for us to do things from our heart. Don't overthink anything that you want to achieve in life. Listen to your heart. Be grateful. Give. Improve other people's lives while you're on this earth. Lastly, the Forgotten Wines. German. Grimbach, J.J. Prum, Herman Wiemer. When you go to my website and click on any of these topics, wealth, yoga, wine, especially wealth, you will take a master class from either Mary Morsey or Matt Boggs And they're going to ask you to take a multi-week program. I really believe the only way as a society that we are going to improve and achieve a magnificent lifestyle is to incorporate these teachings on a daily basis and combine it with Kundalini Yoga. And you will be propelled to such a successful sphere in your life. Plus, when you sign up for a multi-week program, I earn a commission. Lastly, I'm not a life coach. I'm not a consultant. I create this podcast every week in order to improve people's lives on a daily basis. Merci. Au revoir.